0: Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. Uh, another great day here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, the weather's actually getting pretty, pretty spectacular we had rain in the forecast uh, we we we've got a cooling front i mean yesterday uh, i got home we had the windows open it was it was probably about ninety five degrees or so, which I know that sounds hot, but not here. Here, the ninety five is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, so get out there and enjoy it. Uh, any of you here, uh, get out on the golf course and bang that ball around. I know I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to get that done uh, this weekend as well. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. If you don't know it by now, and I know you do, legal, lawful constitutional tender it is what we do uh, talking about gold and silver I mean it's biblical the only you know it's so funny about money what is money here in the United States money is now just a figment of our imagination we can just make it up out of thin air does that sound valuable to anybody well here's the We can't make it up out of thin air. No, 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 of course not. No, the bankers get to make it up out of thin air. Think we have no say whatsoever. It really, uh, when you think about it, is absolutely crazy. We, we have no way to stop it. I mean, we can vote in and vote out whoever we'd like. We don't get to vote on who controls our money. We don't get a say on who the next Federal Reserve president is going to be. We don't get to say, hey, you know what? We don't think money printing is a good idea. And then not only do they get to print uh, whatever amount of money they want to print, then they charge us interest for it. I mean, really, when you think about it, right? I mean, you think about it, all the debt that they sell, right? There's an interest rate to be paid. I know I didn't vote for anybody to, to have that set up. And and all and it's all about brainwashing. It's all about gas lamp, uh, lamping all of us. It's all about misconception. It's all about, what, forcing down things that really aren't true. There is no need for a central bank. There is none. But yet, you know what? You would think if you talk to people, oh, no, God, we have to have it. Now they're actually convincing us that inflation is a good thing. Well, a little bit of inflation. Just a little bit until it isn't. But don't worry. It won't last that long. I beg to differ. I hope all of you understand what's happening, and, and you don't. I'll just tell you right now, you absolutely don't. Because you know what? Not even I can understand it. But as we sit here and we watch, listen, it all sounds great. I told you today I was going to give you some good news. It sounds really good. Jay Powell's out there talking in front of the banking committee. And it was funny as I watched. uh, I actually punished myself. So there's your good news. I punished myself today. By listening to J Powell testify in front of the banking committee. The good news was there were some good questions. There was some that said, Hey, wait a minute. You know, we you after you made us bail out all these banks, we put in all these rules and we put in all these regulations to try to protect the taxpayer. And you've started to just weaken all of them. And one person asked the question, can you give me one example, just one, where you made regulations tougher on these institutions? And, of course, there wasn't one. It didn't exist. But, of course, you know, oh, well, don't no, we, well, we, you know, we were just clarifying things. Clarifying Listen, uh, here's the realities. We're already bankrupt. Now, I know, well, that's not good news. You're right, it's not. And and we allowed the bankers to do it because everything they told us sounds good, doesn't it? If we just take interest rates to zero for just a little while, It'll, it'll make things better. Hey, if we just create $8 trillion out of thin air, it'll make things better. But we'll just do it for a little while. Right? And then, you know, we, we'll pay it back, you know, a little bit. Maybe. Well, maybe not. And if we just spend a little more money. <laughs> right? Now, here's the problem the definition of a little more money. You know, it used to be like ten billion dollars was a little more money. Then it was a hundred billion dollars. Then it was a trillion dollars. Now it's three point five trillion dollars. We just spend a little. And think about it. Listen, we're, look at all the good we're going to do today. We're going to send out checks to sixty-five million households and give them three hundred bucks for every kid they got. Well, $300, three hundred, two fifty to three hundred, depending on the age. But doesn't that sound good? There's good news right there. Hey, 65 million households got a check today from the government for doing nothing. This doesn't make that money they got actually worth. How about nothing? Because that's what it's going to be. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin here. Jay Powell testifying again today. Uh, gold surging yesterday on the... Really, here here's the reality. Gold going back to the end of the third quarter last year got to almost $2,100. Right now, gold sits... At eighteen hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Let's make it uh, easy math. Okay, let's just say uh, eighteen and a quarter. So you're like, oh. well, it went from twenty-one hundred to eighteen and a quarter. And again, that's paper gold. Just I want to throw that caveat in there. So it fell two hundred and seventy-five points, or dollars, if you will. Now at the low. I mean, gold got down to what sixteen hundred and seventy dollars. I and mean, think about it. so in less than a year, about the last, you know, let's say eight months, gold at one point lost four hundred and thirty dollars from its high. It's it's at two hundred and seventy-five dollars right now, so it's coming back again. But what was the premise? Why did that happen? Well, and a lot of it is based on the central bank comes out and lies to the public. And lie is the word I want to use. The And I'll call them mainstream media because I don't know what else to call them. We have very, very few choices when it comes to To media, and I got bad news for everybody. It's getting less and less. And guess what? Just like banks, less and less banks. Think about the fact we have lost thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of banks. Well, over we've lost in this country about fourteen thousand banks in the last 40 years and if you want to look at recent times to to give perspective on this the Federal Reserve has approved 3,576 bank mergers in the last 15 years let me say it again 3,576 banks gone, because that's what a merger is. We're eliminating 3,576 banks, which, by the way, was almost half the banks that still existed. At 15 and a half years ago, we had about 8,000 banks, now we got about 4,000 banks. Do you know how many they denied? Because you would think not all mergers can be good for us. I mean, just can't be. Right? I mean, when you're like, you know what? That's probably going to lead to higher fees, less choice, right? Blah, blah, blah. 3,576 3, approvals. They've denied zero. I mean, it almost defies logic. <laughs> right? That, 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 that and, and you know, right there, that's all. If, if you don't believe anything else, that's the facts. They're not here for us. This is a major consolidation of power, a major consolidation of wealth. And we have no say in this whatsoever. Why are they consolidating? Well, look at it this way. You know, and I, I like to use uh, the fist example. And we we talk about oppressive regimes and things of that nature, and how do they hold on to power? Right? Well, they they use violence. They go out and arrest people, and murder people, and kill people. I'm not doing a show to tell you that that's what the central banks do, but they, believe me, they're behind the murdering and the killing, but that's for a different show. See, they've they've dug this hole. They know they're in trouble. Oh, believe me. They know what they've done. Of course, they're trying to make, right, say, other people have done it, right? We're just the good God. They want to be the guy in the white hat. We're trying to help everybody. Sounds good, but it's a lie. We're not trying to help you or me. We're trying to help their system, which they have us convinced is the old system. It's not true. Three thousand five hundred and seventy-six less banks lost half our banks in fifteen years. Not one denial. Oh yeah, approved. Just may again makes what makes the system even more fragile. And we're sitting here and we're watching all of this, and and you're looking at the bank and I look at it like a fist, right? And they're trying to to keep this control, and they're closing that fist. And all this stuff, all this debt is oozing out of the fist, like slime just coming out and falling off, and it's all over the place. And that's what we're dealing with right now. You know, and, and they talk about, you know, oh, well, it's temporary, or it's this, or it's that. Oh, don't worry, everything's got to be wonderful. And we look at gold, and how did gold fall? Well, and again, remember how I said it was paper gold that fell. Physical gold, physical silver. So hard to get. Listen, we've been around 25 years. I've never seen anything like it. Go back to like the financial crisis. Go back, you know, as a country. As I'll give you a really great example. Ever since we started minting silver eagles again, by and large, from 1986 to you know, about 2004, we minted, you know, low the low year 1996 about three million. Between 3 to 7 million ounces of silver a year. Just what it was. Last year, as an example, they minted over 30 million. But because of COVID, they couldn't do more. But we've minted 50 million ounces a couple of different times. After the financial crisis hit and the housing bubble crashed, the lowest mintage year we've ever had, I want to say it was like 18 million. Okay, so think about this. We went, oh, uh, you know, let's call it 20 years. Well, 30 years. No, I'm sorry, I had to write the first time 20 years. So let's say from 86 to 06, 3 to 7 million and by now we're taking right a bad year was like 18 million 30 40 50 million ounces and now they're trying to convince us we've been in this silver shortage for what now what are we going on now 15 16 17 months later we still have the same problem what, you're telling me that they, they can't make 50 million ounces of silver? We've done a bunch of times. 40 million? 45 million? Of course they can. There's only one reason why they wouldn't, because it doesn't exist. They can't buy enough. Of course, that's not what the paper markets would lead you to believe. But gold's the same way. But anyway, on paper, why did it fall on paper? Because they want to believe. Because their whole life is based upon the debt system. Think about what they did. They took away our pensions, they created credit cards. You know, it, it's fascinating that people don't remember. Go well, back to the 70s, no one had a credit card, they didn't exist. Student loan didn't exist. And ever since the bank got full control, these bankers got full control, all that they've done is blow everything up. A Corvette was like three grand. Let's go crazy. You loaded it up, four grand. (laughs) What's a Corvette today? 120 grand, you know, right? A house. Twenty-five grand. What's a house today? Well, you know, five hundred grand. This is what they've done. That's not prosperity. How's that prosperity? They want you to believe that that's prosperity. You used to go to work for companies, jobs that we they convinced us we didn't want anymore. You went to work for Ford. General Motors, GE, Motorola, companies like that, and you worked there your whole life. Graduated high school, and you went to work. They paid well, and things were affordable. But then they created debt. All of a sudden, all of these companies had to what? Pay more? Pretty soon it got to the point we all remember. Remember, unions were bad. General Motors were making $28 an hour. Oh, my God. Union people are awful. General Motors cried. What did they do? created free trade. Remember, that was for us, that wasn't for us. And they just moved all of these jobs to countries that paid less. And then told us we didn't want those jobs. And we had to be more educated. And voila, here comes student loans. Right? You could go to Harvard. Ben Bernanke went to Harvard Uh, They paid a little over $3,000 a year for him to go to Harvard. He worked a part-time job one summer as a waiter. That was was his big experience. Now we're sitting here talking about, hey, you need to be working full-time, making $25 an hour just to rent a two-bedroom apartment. Right, in the 80s, making $28 an hour at General Motors, you're solidly in the middle class. Your wife could stay home from work if she wanted to, right? You could pay for your kids to go to college, and then you got a pension when you retire. It's all gone. Now you work at General Motors, and, and maybe you are making $28 an hour. I don't know if you are, right? For a bunch of years you worked, right? They started paying us less. There is no pension. What do you have, a 401k? An IRA? They've made us all dependent upon this debt system. your Radio News Hour. It's halftime out of Thursday. What's we'll that dial? Take. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, Patrol Radio News Hour. So all this stuff is debt market stuff. They're bets. It's gambling. And that's probably the best word for it. You know, whether it's a stock or a bond, gold or silver, corn or wheat or soybeans, coffee, rubber computer chips they make bets that it's going to be higher or lower and unfortunately it used to be before the central bank took power that you could think logically and pontificate on where things were headed now the bets are placed what based on what they think the central bank is going to do more than anything else well keep going long the stock market because the central bank's not going to fight inflation as an example so nine months ago ten months ago gold starts losing steam because the central bank was telling everybody oh everything's going to be great now economy's reopening Yeah, we spent a bunch of money. We created a lot of money out of thin air. The debt is off the charts. We had, at one point, 20-plus million Americans not working yet. Somehow, all the bills got paid. None of the banks. What was 30% of commercial real estate not being paid was okay, you know, right? And people not paying the rent. Ah, fine, no one lost anything. You know, we know that didn't happen. Well, but they got bailed out again. Once again, they bailed them out again, right? And I know we could argue. Well, it wasn't their fault in this. I, I get that side of it. You're right. You make that argument. But still, and they were saying, "Oh yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to get great GDP growth. Everyone's going to go back to work, and nothing bad happened." Well, sure. Um, Based on that, yeah. the gold, pit, gold should fall. Absolutely, because why? Gold's a hedge. Hedge against what? Hedge against the dollar. Hedge against the central bank. And it did. And all of a sudden, now what's gold doing? Now it's making it up. Because little by little, we are like, eh, I don't know. That story you told nine months ago is not looking so hot. Gold got higher, right? Gold got about the nineteen hundred dollars. back to nineteen hundred dollars and they came out again and said, "Well, okay, maybe there's going to be a little bit of it. But it's not going to last very long. Everything's still wonderful, though." Gold went back down to like seventeen seventy, and now, of course, here it comes again, right? Because every time they speak now. They're a little more worried. Six weeks ago, Jay Powell was saying, well, it's just going to be a little bit. Don't worry, it's going to be fine. In front of Congress over the last two days. Well, it's a little worse than we thought. It's going to last a little longer than we thought. But, you know, it's still going to it's going to be fine. Gold keeps creeping up and creeping up. Because it's not true. And this has created this huge problem. I'll use J.P. Morgan as the example. They're the largest bank, I think, in the, well, I don't know, maybe one of the Chinese banks. Largest bank in the United States, for sure. They're the biggest. Look at what they're doing with their money. They're not buying any debt. Well, I shouldn't that's that's a lie. They are buying some. But they're hoarding hundreds of billions of dollars because they don't believe J Powell. They don't believe the central bank. They already know. They just don't want to tell us. You know, how come we haven't heard about the strike at Frito-Lay? How come we haven't heard about the strike at Volvo? How come we haven't heard about the strike at Smithfield Foods? Because they don't want you to know. BlackRock, $10 trillion. Now it's debt. But they really don't have anything. That's the funny part. I mean, if nobody pays, BlackRock doesn't have any trillion dollars, right? They got no trillions. What did he say? Not buying it. Matter of fact, we just had to pay everyone 8% more in a single year. Because, you know, what do they know? They know if they're willing to give you 8 What's inflation, really? 15? Right? <laughs> and, and we have no say on this. And I guess what I'm trying to, to let you understand is we know that they have no more credibility. I mean, really, look at it since the late 90s. That was probably the peak of their control. Bill Clinton was president. Republicans were in charge of Congress. Nothing was getting done. We had a fake budget surplus, right, because the excess of Social Security, you know, I won't go into all that. But anyway, Alan Greenspan, the maestro, the maestro, however you want to pronounce it, the maestro. But he was a god. Here was a guy up until he became Federal Reserve President said, yeah, well, the dollar's going to come to an end. We're going to go back to the gold standard. Then he changed his tune. Of course, now he's back, to, he's back on our team again. But he promised us, hey, here's how we're going to avoid the pitfall. We're going to pay off the national debt by 2010. All the interest we save. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid are going to be fixed. And everything's going to be great. Man, didn't that sound good? Of course, we had the tech bubble and it blew up. Right Now think about j Powell today. Fast forward to today. Hey, everything's going to be okay. We're not paying off any debt. Matter of fact, we're going to add a lot more to it. But, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, sometime, you know, years from now, can they may do something? Are you going to prepare? Yes or no, right? Takes a radio news hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold went to two hundred fifty dollars an ounce because Alan Greenspan said we're going to pay off the national debt by twenty ten. Gold went to new all time highs about a thousand fifty four dollars after the housing crisis went. Went to seven hundred dollars because they were gonna fix it, right? Oh, don't worry we fixed it. It's the first time we saw interest rates at zero, remember? Quantitative easing became a new word. One of these new tools that they pretend to have. They always pretend they got a new tool. It's the same tool, just a different name. Went to nineteen hundred on the financial crisis. Of course, but remember now, they always said that wasn't going to happen. Oh, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. right? They'll remember, the, I did the shows where I was reading you what Ben Bernanke was saying. Oh, it's just a subprime problem. Oh, there's just a little froth in the housing market. Oh, no, the banks are in great shape. Everything's well-contained. Of course... Because of that, gold went back to a thousand fifty during Janet Yellen as she was trying to say oh yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. Now remember, debts are spiraling. We couldn't remember GDP, we could never get above two percent GDP, <laughs> Right? Three percent was like some mythical unicorn creature, but it was fine. And then people started to doubt. That it was fine. Gold started moving higher again, right? And then all of a sudden, COVID hits, and gold jumps to twenty one hundred. But then they tell us it's and every and again it's a pattern. Oh, it's fine. Every pattern though is the same. The debt doesn't go down. Debt goes up. Interest rates. They're the ones that have gone. They're gone now. Remember in the 80s and the 90s, even when I first started here, you shouldn't own gold because it doesn't pay interest. I wish I could tell you how many of these idiots they still bring out on the TV. They used to say that. Of course, they don't say it anymore because nothing pays interest. Banking is now an expense for us. And we don't even get to own our own money. Think about that. At least before, when you gave away your money, because when you put it in the bank, you don't own it anymore. That's legally the law. At least they paid you interest for it. Because what is the bank going to do with your deposit? They're going to loan it out to somebody else. Every time, they tell us they fix it. Now, the debt markets always believe them because they have no choice. And, and, And what's happened? Well, let's see. There's a lot less banks. There's a lot less places for us to go. There's a lot, a lot more debt. I can't even tell you what's happened to unfunded liabilities. do not even, you know, we, all, we talk about the debt we currently have. you got to remember all the promises of all that stuff. And again, of course, one of my commercials, I educate you. You know, Social Security, Supreme Court's already ruled. Social Security's just a tax. Medicare, Medicaid, that's a tax. Government doesn't have to give us nothing for that. I think that time will come. We're just wiped out. Part of the Great Reset. Right? Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, it's gone. We'll probably go to some form of universal basic income. Think about today, all these people getting a check. $250, 300 a kid. Why? It's expensive. Can't send your kid to daycare. I got to work. I got to pay for daycare. Right? Most people know how to do that math. Well, let's see. I'm getting $15 an hour. The daycare charges me uh, $10 an hour for my kid. Yeah, uh, Yeah, no thanks. And it used to be, think about this. Before they fully took control in the early 70s, Dad worked, mom stayed home and raised the kids. Life was grand. We didn't have debt. The national debt in 1971 four hundred billion dollars. How many more times do you need to understand what's going to happen? They don't have it fixed, and every time now you're going to hear Jay Powell talk. Oh, you know it's it's a little hotter than we wanted. It's lasted a little longer, but don't worry, it's contained. Just like housing, subprime, it's contained. It's just a little problem for a little while, but the fundamentals are still solid. The banking industry, oh, no, no, the banks are fine. Don't worry about it. Bear Stearns' CEO goes out on TV, tells you how wonderful all of their their portfolio is. Two weeks later, over the weekend... Miraculously, J.P. Morgan owns them for $2 a share. Wall Street's not going to open unless you give the bank $700 billion. Look at $700 billion. That was just like an 08. What would the number be today? Wall Street won't open unless you give the bank $7 trillion going a lot higher as this whole thing plays out. It's the Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's like the boy that cried wolf. Over and over and over again. They keep telling us, oh, we fixed it. Whoops, we fixed it. Whoops, we fixed it. And every one of these whoops sends the dollar down, makes everything cost more. And now, now we're, you know, we lived in this fantasy of that they could print money out of thin air and it wasn't going to cause inflation, right? What did they call it? Modern money theory, right? That's gone. That didn't last very long, did it? And now you're seeing the gold markets again. Keep inching up. As the false flag that has been planted by the Federal Reserve turns out to be just that, false. Sounds good. I mean, it sounds great that hey, there's some place you're going to end here real soon, and everything, and then, and then be, we'll be back to finding it. And oh yeah, oh yeah, we're going to taper at some point. I mean, I know our balance sheet's going to be, you know, it's already over eight trillion, we're on our way to nine trillion, but you know, it's okay. You know. And, and the federal debt, we're running two, three, four trillion dollar deficits. You know, who cares? Get your gold put away. Today, I got, listen, I'm telling you how hard it is. You have no idea the supply side in these markets. It is being bought up by people with a lot more money than you and I could possibly imagine. So today, I've got about a hundred. These are again; these are C, what I, we call CU coins in the industry. Choice uncirculateds. We ran those the other day. This one's a little more unique. What this is really picture an almost uncirculated coin, but these ones are really nice, but still not quite good enough to get graded. I've got a hundred. They're all pre-1900. So 1866 up to 1900. 1900 pre-1900s. So 1900's the oldest date you're going to get. Or I guess not the... That's the newest date you're going to get. Sorry. All the way to 1866. So these are all pre-1900s at 2175. Uh I had those 20s, you know, we were running 20s yesterday on sale at 2130. I actually just sold them all uh here in the lot the last half hour, so those are off sale again. Uh pre 1900 and again, these are going to be choice uncirculated coins. So when you think about uh you know, coins that are you know, 120 to 100 and 50 years old, these things are going to really, really great-looking material at $2,175. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, and I'm just you know, gold went from 250 to to 1000 then to, to 2000 every one of these things when they didn't fix it. This is another one. This is, believe me, they already know it as well, too. This isn't transitory. This is the price we're going to pay. Three, four, five thousand dollar gold at a minimum is kind of—I think—just the pattern that we've seen. At least a doubling of the price. So uh, I, I'm saying at least four thousand dollar gold at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. See you pre nineteen hundred. liberties at $2,175 today. God bless everybody. We'll be back for one more show tomorrow.